In this week's podcast, it's a rebroadcast of a podcast done earlier this year with Alex Tapia, architect and builder, on location at Via La Favorita. We recorded on location because we just recently completed a remodel of the house, and it just happened this week. It went under contract. So paying homage to a local celebrity architect and builder and a fabulous house, Via La Favorita. Hope you like it. Welcome to the Nick Fong Podcast. As the broker and owner of Ronaval Real Estate, Nick has spent nearly 20 years in Baja, California, sir. And in this podcast, he'll be talking everything Baja, from food and culture to real estate and property management. And now, here's your host, Nick Fong. All right, welcome back to the podcast. And today we're on location at Via La Favorita, located in the Pedregal Oceanfront. And our guest today is Alex Tapia. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. I wanted you on the podcast because you were an integral part of this whole remodel that we're launching today. Yes. And the house of Via La Favorita Tell everyone how long ago was the house originally built? Uh, originally, we built this house in 1991. Oh my gosh. And it was a very personalized, customized house in the style of Mediterranean with many details of the Spanish architecture. Mm -hmm. So as you could see, as you come in, you have a, and then a long entrance to a patio who gives you the free hallway to come into the house. But before we had columns inside, uh, even in the hallway, right. we had many arches throughout the house and many arches in the view. And now the transformation is made to come to this 21st century, yeah. where what I like best of what's happening is the house it has big frames, big bonds, which now they look into the view and they mark the view and make it its own. So this house, instead of being in a cliff, now it's in the view, it's part of it. Yeah. And that's the, way, the very thing that I like best of what we did. Mm -hmm. So back 32 years ago, when you first worked on the house, because you designed the house originally yes. and built it. Originally, we designed the house with another friend, Bear Binkley. Uh -huh. uh, Bear Binkley and I, we did the first edition of the house. Mm -hmm. And then I took over on this house, as you can see. And I'm very happy that I was able to, to change the bonds of the house and the ways, because the plasticity of it and the airy and the brilliance of the house, it really makes it uh, like it was a new, like it is a new place. Basically. It is, it really is. I mean, coming into the main living area where we're sitting right now, it's dramatic because, I mean, I hear the ocean right now and yes. It's immediately ocean beach for miles until you see the lighthouse off in the distance. Yeah, the view of this house is spectacular, and this house takes full advantage of it. With all the terraces covered and uncovered, I am really impressed with this. But Alex, so you've been in the area for how long? I've been in Cabo the last 45 years. I was the second architect who arrived to Cabo. Jeez. Yes, so we had seen many things. And I say I'm very happy that I was part of this transformation because we were asked to do homes in the old style. 
in the well Mediterranean or Almudejar styles, and many of the different developments they have reglaments who make you do that, right? Per se, so you have to have a pretty good lengthy fights to even make open a little bit that that style. But looks like the clients have uh, now changed a little bit their scope of uh, the things that they are looking for. So 45 years ago when you came here, you were coming from where in Mexico? Uh, I came from Mexico City. All right. And this place had 5,000 people. 5,000 people. In, and it was incredible. As, <laughs> as it is today, it was paradise in those days. Mm -hmm. No, we didn't have no pavement on the roads, but nobody needs it. Everybody waits for the other to stop and go on. You know, these this kind of things who we miss nowadays. Right. And of course, uh, everything was very different. We didn't have the supplies either. And uh, we had to make up with many things. And since you moved here 45 years ago, um, how many houses have you designed and built in the area? I had had the opportunity to do 170. 170 houses? Yes. And I have seen the houses grow and change. Like this one? Uh, yeah, I had the opportunity to do a very modern home uh, early on in 1989. 1989? Where was that house located? Or in, seven, in 79, take it back. 79? In 79, I did the most modern home here in Cabo Belo, in the top of Cabo Belo. Oh, And really? still, still on, still on good shape. <laughs> uh, and then since 89, this is very interesting information, all the homes grew. They were first small homes for fishermen mm -hmm. who came without wives to, you know, to have a good time and go fishing and so forth. But when the golf course arrived and the wives incorporated into the action, right. the houses suddenly grew. Yes. So from 89, we have done homes better than 10,000 square feet. Jeez. So everyone. <laughs> That's incredible, and the evolution, that's interesting that they started small and they started growing inside. Well, with the area, see? Mm -hmm. Now the area has uh, accomplished with so many things that uh, homes like this need. Yeah. Yes. And so the different communities that you've built houses, give us a rundown. Well, first, when I arrived, it was only one place to build. It was uh, Cabobello. Mm -hmm. It's the only place with trust. And here, Pedregal had only the first phase. Mm -hmm. So in fact, I did the first house with concrete here. And um, we took so much money to just do the excavation, just about what it cost the house. <laughs> really? And um, from there on, things start growing here in Pedregal as well. I remember when we came in horse to see these places. And horses? In horses, because uh, nobody was buying them mm -hmm. and until uh, the owner, Manuel, who now is coping with the Lord, mm -hmm. um, he said, how about if, uh, what do you think if we put this in $300,000 in those days? And I That's said, well, it would be like a Picasso. Right. So I live in Picasso. I said, well, let's put 500. So we were joking. And then suddenly one fellow came in and bought it. <laughs> and it was, uh, Manuel had this lot next door, Rocas Hueras, mm -hmm. in fact, right to here. And that so, was in the 80s? Oh, that was in the 70s, the late 70s, 70s. yes. So you just put a big number and someone Well, they were doing the different roads and mm -hmm. we were in horses. Yeah. 
And the people was not that interested in cowardice. But these places had a fantastic attraction for everyone. So how many houses in the Pedregal would you venture to say you've built? Oh, maybe 25. 25, and, yeah. and have you done other Something houses? I have had some diseases. Two of my homes have been disappeared. One at the very end, the Pedregal. Oh, you did the one on the end. The one who was there before. That's now Dacha, and yes. they knocked it down and built a new house. Yes, so I, I cry for my house because <laughs> it was very nice. <laughs> that was a very nice, you know, it, nothing like buying a $12 million dollar teardown. <laughs> it's, <Isn't> it? <laughs> it's, and it's, it's hard to see. Well, like I only lose two of all the, all the other ones, so, uh -huh. yes. One in the, in the cliff too, right there. Okay. But anyways, uh, the rest is very good. You've so. also designed and built houses in the corridor. Also. Yes, we, we went from here to the corridor in the middle, now where the hotels are. Mm -hmm. And then we went to San Jose yeah. and to Puerto Los Cabos. Puerto Los Cabos and yes. like, and what, what other communities, what other than Cabo Bello in the corridor that you've built houses on? Santa Carmela. Santa Carmela. Way back there, Palmilla. Palmilla in yes. San Jose. Palmilla, many in Palmilla, because that was the place, the hot place to be. Yes. Yes. It still is. I mean, it's hard yeah, to... Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, uh, it's hard to find uh, houses there and lots to it is The natural areas are secluded and protected by nature, so they're very attractive places, yes. So you and I met a number of years ago, but we never had a chance to work together. Mm -hmm. And so when um, we put this house on the market, it was in more its original state, right? Yes. The more traditional... Um, architecture and 2022 the design standards and the buyer demand was a little bit it was a lot different yes and so you understand that and I'm assuming that a lot of your houses and more current clients were looking for a more contemporary designed house if I tell you when we all in my generation came from school we all wanted to do modern homes and in those days the visitors who came here and the residents who were around to have a home, mm -hmm. they say, if I want a modern house, I go to LA. Yes. I want to hear romance in the stone. So, so we have to go with that. And you know, many of the developments, uh, they did their own guidelines yeah. with those bases. Right. So we also did in Rancho Paraiso, many homes. Mm -hmm. And um, we were asked to check on the several developments like La Sierra, and do the rules and reglaments and their notifications. And I've been in consulting several places for their plannings. And I have been here with uh, Neto mm -hmm. in, in Quivira. Right. We did for them all the Nova Hispania models. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Ah. Yes. We worked with them uh, probably three and a half years to. When it originally was going to be the Ritz-Carlton a number of years ago. Yes, we worked with the Ritz-Carlton group uh -huh. in order to approve some of the designs, yes. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. Yes. Hey, thanks for being a part of the Nick Fong podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest updates. And if you're watching this on our social channels, please like and share. And if you want to be featured or you want me to talk on a certain topic, food, activities, culture, real estate in the Baja, drop a comment.
Okay, so this house, when we started working on it, I had the idea that it would be great to have straight lines, more uh, open spaces, eliminate as much of the archways as possible. Was that something that you thought was gonna be easy or challenging? Well, not challenging, it's easy. I have so much experience on, uh -huh. on doing these kind of things that um, taking a column here and there is no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when you take out columns, structurally you also have to so do So it's the two of them for I-beams. Right. Yes. But here it was so magical that you, we put them up and nobody knows where they are. Right. I mean, it's, it's amazing because there were, when we first walked into the front door, there were archways, weren't there? Or uh -huh. columns. Yes, there and, were columns. And it was, the flooring was dark. The whole house was dark. The well, wood. the columns were here, they were very bulky mm -hmm. and dark. So they really set the house in different environment, in different emotion tone, per yeah. se. And then all the saltillo who was down and all the different tiles with the colors and decorations, it really set it like a customized home mm -hmm. on, because these people, the first owners were from Texas and they had a, we did a house for them first and this house had only one bedroom because they didn't want no visitors. <laughs> <laughs> this house had just one bedroom. It used to have, we just did a provision to expand it and then we expanded later on with the bedrooms. Uh, and back there it was uh, something to read or something. <laughs> that's like incredible. That. Yeah, because people who visit the, the owners, most owners are very wealthy and mm -hmm. well-to-do. And when their people visit them, they expect them, they serve them, see? And then when they did the house where everybody was sitting to, to have a glass of water, mm -hmm. Uh, they say, we want to do another house, but only one bedroom. One bedroom, <laughs> can you that imagine? One? That's incredible. Th those were the original owners yeah. from Texas? Okay. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Well, and then were you a part of like making it a one from a one-bedroom to a five-bedroom house? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you've known this house the whole life of it? Yes, of course. And are there any other houses that you've designed and built similar to this where you've stuck with the house? I normally life. have stuck with all my homes. Really? Yes, yes. They're like your children. Yeah, that's why I say I lost two. <laughs> you lost two. <laughs> that's well, right. Well, Alex, are you still actively working with, uh, with clients? Yes. And so, yes, I do. aside from this project that you just completed, what other projects are you working on? Well, now I am um, getting into bigger dreams. I want to be part of a marina, one marina that uh -huh. I design and do all the layouts for it. And we are looking for an investor to be part of that with us. Uh -huh. And I am part of a group where we want to develop uh, close to Pescadero, a big area. Yes. And as well, close to here, a big area in one of the most uh, premium lands. Wow. Right here in Cow. Okay, so, so we want projects. to be part of bigger projects nowadays, okay. yes. Wow, that's You know, great. time flies, so we need to use uh, wisely our, our knowledge. <laughs> well, what's crazy is that you first came here in the late 70s. And and yeah, I came in 76. I was, I was still in diapers <laughs> when you first came here. That's what's incredible. Yes. And that you're still impacting our, our market. I mean, well, let me tell you, um, 
I have two daughters, and the, the two daughters are architects. Yes. So I impact them there too. <laughs> but I didn't make them be architects. Mm -hmm. So they are architects by their own, and they're very good. So because we normally, in order to do good architecture, in my view, you need to be very knowledgeable, not only by theory, mm -hmm. but in practice, to visit places where things are put together nice. Uh, in different parts of the world. Right. So we went to do this, and I guess my daughters got in love of architecture. So now they do. Do they own. live in Cabo? They live in Cabo. Oh, yes. Wow. And yes. do they work with you at all, or they have? They work for me ten years, and then I guess they can. They had enough of me, <laughs> so they went to do their own. Yes. Well, fantastic. Well, Alex, I appreciate all the work that you've done on Via La Favorita. It's a masterpiece, and it really is showing. Um, what it, all the possibilities are in 2023. Well, I'm very glad that you were part of this process because you inspire our owner. Yeah. We all have to work with owners, right. yourselves and ourselves. And then uh, all of this started from making a little rendering to see how this might be up to. Yep. And fortunately, uh, they, they know me for a long time, these owners. And they say, well, do you really think whatever we do is going to be okay? And then I get my best premiums from my clients. Uh, the other day, one of them says, I was reluctant to do this, but now that I can see everything that is happening, I think I'm very glad that we start with this process. So and that's, you know, very beautiful comment from your client when they don't exactly know where they're going, but they say, okay, we trust you, go for it. Well, I, I can say that we've worked with a lot of different architects, builders, contractors, and what has impressed me is not just the finished product, but the whole process that we've gone through has been very pleasurable working with you because you guys move very quickly. Yes. And a lot of times when you move quickly, mistakes happen and the quality, the end product isn't good. Yes. But you managed to oh, get no. both. Absolutely. <laughs> These kind of homes, they need uh, very good finishes and, you know, everybody looks for all the corners and all the corners need to be attended. After well, the big, massive space is giving you good vibes, yeah. then the details makes it up. Yeah. Well, um, Via La Favorita is now back on the market. We took it off the market during the remodel and we're relaunching the house today. That's why you're here. And we're gonna have dozens of people walk through the house. And mm -hmm. I'm glad you're a part of that. And yes. um, I hope that the new owner is going to continue to have you in the La Favorita family. Well, normally I have many ideas. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's a lot more you can do. You yes. were just telling me in the upper bedroom that Having a terrace and yes. a sliding door, I think that's a phenomenal idea. There's, with the amount of space that we have in Villa Favorita and the privileged location being oceanfront and perched 250 feet above the ocean, um, you can't replace this. But when you have a house like this, what you need to take care of is to provide intimate places with beautiful views and then nobody wants to go. Yeah, they want to stay, right? They want to stay, and that's exactly when people come with friends. Right. They normally, they don't have this kind of houses where this happens. Yeah. And that's exactly in Cabo, we need to use the weather to make it uh, all pleasant, integrated with the area, 
and then everybody with some area, and they just meet in the main level, and that's perfect. Yes. And Via La Favorita doesn't disappoint. Um, no, that's correct. Th there's a lot of areas in this um, where we're sitting, right out front, behind us, and um, I appreciate everything that you've done for the house and uh, our mutual client. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. Pleasure to be with you all. And everyone, uh, until the next one, bye for now. Bye now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nick Fong Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Ronaval Real Estate. And follow Nick on Instagram at nickfong underscore Ronaval. Ready to find your Baja dream home? Check out the latest property listings at ronaval.com or findmexicohouses.com. Hasta luego.